How you doing? Welcome to Music Industries Tuesday Talkies, where we discuss what's going on in the world of music business. I'm your host, Peter Schwing. Joining me is Ayesha Adama, Stephanie Carlin, and the Duke. Sam has the week off. If there's something you'd like to chime in about, let us hear your thoughts in the comments below. Today, we're going to talk about a new New York State rule that bans ticketed music events at bars, how to stay inspired and hopeful during these times, and comparison of Jake Paul using the FBI's raid to make a video versus SZA calling out a hostile record label for holding up her music. So this should be interesting. We have a lot to cover, so let's get to it. New York Up, that's why that's nyup.com reported that New York State suddenly prohibits bars from offering live music that customers pay for separately. According to the New York State Liquor Authority and Phase 3 reopening guidelines, it states, please note that only incidental music is permissible at this time. This means that advertised and or ticketed shows are not permissible. Music should be incidental to the dining experience and not the draw itself. Here with her perspectives on this, we have Stephanie Carlin. Stephanie, how you doing? It's going to get you up on stage here. All right. There we go. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Peter. Thanks for good. having me, as good, always. Good. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have to a agree. Lot of thoughts on this. Yeah. I have to agree with some of the people in the article that this is ridiculous and they just tacked it on, which completely negates the what was said in prior in the guidelines. And a lot of venues have already had their summer schedules put in place, right? So, you know, it reminds me of how a couple of years ago I was running a leadership workshop and there were a lot of creatives in the room, but there was also one neurosurgeon who was talking about his residency at Mount Sinai. And my New Yorkers listening know that this is one of the city's leading hospitals. And one of the artists in the room started to get a little anxious. And she, she was a touring songwriter. And she said to him, you know, how can I even compare myself to you? You save lives every day. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, yeah, I save lives so people can live. But they can only live if you're doing what you do. And the room got silent because isn't that the truth? And so last week when New York State issued these new coronavirus guidelines for bars and restaurants, you know, they say that these advertised and ticket shows are not permissible. But, you know, there's this gorgeous farm brewery up here in the Hudson Valley, and it's called the Plan B Farm Brewery. And they serve like five homemade beers on this beautiful rolling farm. And they actually built an outdoor stage to sell tickets to local socially distanced concerts. And like now they have to refund them the money. And California governor just uh, banned singing and chanting in houses of worship. You know, there are other things that are good for your health besides wearing a mask and socially distancing and sanitizing and staying six feet apart. And just for the record, I don't speak for anyone else on Tuesday Talkies. This is not necessarily the collective opinion of my co-hosts, but my elected officials do not have my endorsement that any of these proactive measures will prevent a second wave or are for our health. What it will do is continue to erode community and it will continue to keep us isolated and separate, keeping us apart from other human beings under the guise of protecting ourselves. And if you don't, you're a bad boy or you're a bad girl. And... You know, I really want to talk to the artists listening out there and just 
beg you to find your hustle, work your pivot, and do not throw in the towel because of these new arbitrary laws. Make really, really good art and get ready for the renaissance that's coming as soon as we're out of this. We need you. It is the whole point of why it's so worth it to live. And personally, I need you for my health. So please don't lose hope. What are your thoughts, Peter? I, I love it. Uh, you know, my whole thing is, you know, we've been coming out of this and we started to see that the only way there have been music, they've been allowing music back. And you see so many of these musicians that are just finally they're they're ecstatic to be out there. And even if it is like a backyard dining or anything, but it's like it doesn't make any sense to tack this on that now you can't generate any revenue. So, you know, it's it's like now if for the venue to pay the artist and if they were collecting tickets. So if you want to have an artist now, the venue has to pay money. It's it's ridiculous for the economic cycle in that sense. But for the the fact of like being able to be back out there is like, you know, we're opening back up and I don't support the fact that, you know, you have you can't have ticketed events like for small. If you're following the guidelines that have been previously placed you've been doing and you've been putting in all your time and effort. Now you get the rug pulled out from under you again. Scary stuff makes you think what's really going on. And I'll yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> all right. So what we have is a lot of inspiration that is being taken away. And many of us are, you know, not, you know, some are feeling less inspired and I'm not sure, you know, how we got there. Well, I kind of know how we got there, but also many of us don't realize when exactly we got there. And to talk about this, how to keep that fire going as an artist during these times is Aisha Adamo. Aisha, how are you? Good. How are you, Peter? Good, good. <laughs> so how do we keep these inner fires lit? Okay. So I found that recently, sometimes you just kind of forget to have inspiration. You're so busy focusing on what's going on in the world or focusing on trying to continue your work while all these things are going on in the world that it's really easy to forget to tend to those fires of creative inspiration. Or, you know, even if you're not a creative, we all need to be inspired. We all need to feel that fire within us to just keep going. There's a lot of assault on the senses coming from the internet, coming from the news, but in times like these, it's even more important to keep that inner flame burning. Now, one of the things that we can do to maintain our inspiration is to be open to finding it in the most unlikely places. I mean, for me, this week, I took one of my walks and I happened upon this patch of sunflowers that a neighborhood gardener had planted in the midst of this barbed wire, very gray industrial area. And one of these had grown really, really tall and bright. And I stopped for a while just to watch the little bees with their legs covered in pollen, like they had like MC Hammer pants of pollen on their legs, just joyfully enjoying this feast. Sometimes it's moments like these where we remove ourselves from our usual perspective and tempo and just connect for a moment with the bee life. What is the bee mind or, or the sunflower life? the sunflower mind. The bee has no concern about what's trending on Twitter. The sunflower isn't enraged by that bit of clickbait that it happened upon. Even in an industrial environment, there are chances to connect with the life force in this way. 
knowing that it's somehow more true than anything the internet can throw at us. And as artists, I think it's essential that we connect with the inner truth of life because that kind of beingness and being in that, the beingness of the bee or of the sunflower, it's not just for ourselves and our sanity, it's for the truth of the work that we're putting out into the world. When we enter into connection, our work enters into connection. Right now, the world needs more of a web of life than a web of fiber optics, more of a web of, of truth than a web of memes. So what I want to propose to you is that I hope that you'll take some time this week to go out and notice maybe it's that tiny plant that's pushing through the pavement. Because when you connect with that, you can also be that. And that's what I'm putting out there. I, I love it. It's it's something that, you know, one, one thing I do have to say is, though, the the web of fiber optics, I could really use some more fiber optics because, you know, with, with the live streaming and everything. So and they, and they don't yeah. offer fiber. So, but yeah, I, you know, I, we're doing this really complicated broadcast on Skype. I'm like, fuck fiber optics. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. But it is, but it is 2020 and irony is dead. So. So, so what are you doing this week then? You know, you, you said you went out, you saw, but what are your plans for this week to, you know, really be, bring out that truth and stay inspired? For me this week, I've got a lot on my plate because I do have my film uh, music video premiering on Friday. Check it out. Dances with Films LA. Um, but uh, I am just going to probably... I don't know. I, I try to visit the water a lot and I'm not that far from the water and I find it's really calming. So I'm definitely going to take some walks by the water. I tend to do a little Qigong, let the energy move me around a little bit and just just get into that. Get into the flow. Yeah, exactly. And as a musician, you can bring that guitar down to the water and play so uh and stay socially distanced of course so uh thank you aisha that's yeah exactly so um jake paul changing changing topics here jake paul recently was raided by the fbi and is now making a music video about it and we're gonna dave's gonna compare that to SZA calling out her label for holding up new music that's the duke duke what do you got so we got SZA and we got Jake Paul. How do they relate to each other? Um, previous to me seeing those articles, I had no idea. But then when I saw it, it like a light bulb went off in my head and I said, man, like this is 2020 right now. Like, so Jake Paul, right? He's a YouTuber. He was a Vine person and then he became a YouTuber, right? I didn't know too much about him, but then he got raided by the FBI for whatever things he did, which I don't know. You know, I'm not going to speak of things I don't know. But they got some guns, they got some things, you know, he got raided. And I don't know if you've ever been raided by the FBI because I haven't, but I would imagine that's a pretty big deal. All right, so we have a contrast in that you have SZA on the other side who's not getting raided by the FBI. She's signed to a major label and she's having beef with their label because they're not letting her put out music, even though she's one of the bigger artists in the world. But Jake Paul, he's about to come up with a music video and a song about getting raided by the FBI. And there's nobody that can do anything about it. He's going to make money on that. 
He's going to hire actors. They're going to dress up like the FBI. He's going to put on YouTube. He's going to make money on his Spotify sales and his Apple Music sales. He's going to make money on all his views, monetized views on YouTube. And SZA's still going to be at home, signed to that major label, not being able to release any songs, even though she's technically the artist. And the other guy is a guy getting raided by the FBI. And he can do whatever he wants to do. So I think it's just an interesting contrast to look at as far as being an up-and-coming artist in the world. If you're thinking about trajectory for your art and freedom as an artist, where will you be more free? And then, of course, it's like, you know, take the opportunities that come. If you get a label deal but you're not a YouTuber, do that. But it's better to be Jake Paul than it is to be SZA in the music industry. And Jake Paul is not even in the music industry. So that's my take on that. I, I love it. And and the fact is that the the people outside uh, these, you know, content creators and these YouTubers, you know, they're they're most they're mostly just doing it on their own and they aren't beholden to some type of contract. And and you know, I mean it's it's again Many people are looking at like, well, you know, Jake Paul and look at the success and the mansion and everything. But again, you know, it's a small percentage. So, you know, you're trying to if you're striving to be that. But the independence that comes with being a content creator outside of being, you know, uh, on a label. But the thing is, it's also, you know, what defining what do you want to be? It's like the content creators, the, you know, these YouTube stars and now Twitch stars, they're doing multiple different types of content. Whereas a lot of musicians are just saying, I'm focused in this one lane of writing great music where you see a lot of musicians also being creative and doing other things like in Twitch and that. So it's like stepping outside just that music space. Definitely stepping outside the music space and realizing that if you stay in the music space and that's the only magic spell that you have, once people re find how you're doing your magic spell, they're not going to be, ooh, how did he make the rabbit disappear? It's like, we already got that. You know what I mean? You got to kind of show um, got to show the diversity and, and that, that window of content. That's music. Music is content, but you just can't be one trick. And, uh, you know, and but outside of that, I think it's interesting, though, that SZA, who's supposed to be one of the bigger artists, has not released the album in five years because somebody else is telling her that she can't. And that's just amazing to me. It's 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 crazy. And, and the fact I mean, there was an article I also just saw. I was uh, I forgot who it was. I was talking about he was asked to be an anthrax years and years ago. And the label basically said, no, you can't be in that other band. You can't go do what you want to do because you're assigned to us. You can't go be in that band that you've always wanted to be in. So, you know, th and that that's the issue. And that's what you're a lot of these people have to realize that they're giving up when they sign on that dotted line. You're basically it's it's a pimp. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. It's just one of those games. And once you're locked into that game, then you just got to live that, you know, live it until right. you can get out of it. Exactly. Love your background. What's what studio is that? Um, that's the studio in the sky. Uh, we can name it right now. <laughs> We're gonna call it uh, Cloud Nine Studios Incorporated. Cloud Nine Studios Inc. Right on. Okay. Thanks a lot, Dave's Great seeing you. All right. And other news uh, before we wrap up. This I just wanted to share. Music Industry City, after eight months of all the paperwork and the legal stuff, Music Industry City is filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. So I'm just going to brand this. So it's like this. Music Industry City mug with the big R. So maybe I'll just like put this on my chest here. 
and uh, walk around like that. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you again to all my co-hosts. Uh, Sam, Sam's not here. It's Aisha, Stephanie, and the Duke. And that's it for this week. If you have any comments, leave them down below, and we will see you next week.